Russian nuclear forces on high alert as Putin warns the West about a new red line in the sand, basically a warning for all countries supplying and equipping Ukraine with weapons, supplies, anything that might end up with dead Russian soldiers. Meanwhile, we also have Ohio and Texas issuing a warning about poisonous chemicals found in the at-home COVID-19 test kits sent out by our glorious regime, the Biden puppet. And we also have much, much more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to the silent war with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. Got sleep issues? Let me guess. All natural sleep aids don't work for you. Well, they only have one or two ingredients to help you sleep. What good is that? Try the brand new Sleepy Joe Sleep Aid. With 18 powerful sleep-inducing ingredients, Sleepy Joe is guaranteed to put you out like Sleepy Joe in his mama's basement. The label says take two, I take one. 30 minutes before I plan to sleep, and dag nabbit, I'm out like a light for about eight hours. Grab yourself a bottle at redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. It sells out fast, so take action now. That's redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. Lights out. NemosNewsNetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. So yet again, we have a clear-cut crisis actor or some sort of a staged photo, at least. There's a lot of actors out there who are desperate for money, who are happy to sell out their country for a quick buck, apparently, even though they usually, apparently, don't even get paid that much. But anyway, I digress. A woman who was on the cover of a magazine in 2018 was also now again featured on a magazine being a victim again, apparently, in the exact same way in 2022. It's as though they just lazily recycle old images or get stock photos and add things to it, like when they did the picture of the little baby from stock photos, and they added like bumps to make it look like it was dying of some sort of virus, and they tried to create fear using that sort of an image. Right? That's manipulative, it's deceptive, and it's just trying to create the news rather than report the news, frankly. I know that you know it used to be, at least a year or two ago, calling out crisis actors was considered to be all conspiracy theory in that. But remember, just recently, our own government was accusing Russia of using crisis actors and false flags in order to manipulate some sort of a war. Of course, that didn't happen. They just came out honestly and kicked butt. However, it is important to note that the Biden administration has justified, legitimized the terms crisis actor and false flag because they were using it. So it's no longer conspiracy theory, right? Now it's just a clear-cut case of projection. According to the United Nations, which of course everything is always suspect, just like with our own country, 368,000 Ukrainian refugees have already fled the war-torn country, which is not really as torn by war as you might be led to believe. It's actually a fairly limited and precise invasion. Um, Russia seems to be holding back the big guns, so to speak. Even though they have overwhelming firepower, they're not really bombing the hell out of the enemy cities. They are trying to, I guess, go after specific goals. And they know the world is watching. 
So both the EU and the US are expelling selected Russian banks from SWIFT. And they are also going to sanction the Russian central bank, something that in the past Putin has warned would be considered an act of war. Now, this is an attack on the sovereignty of Russia. This is an attack on the uh, economic um, situation in Russia. It's an attack on the people's uh, uh, prosperity. This is going to cripple Russia in a lot of ways. So it is an act of war. I mean, sanctions are an act of you know strangulation and and uh, siege almost and that they're cutting some nation off from something right that's what sanctions do they punish nations economically and often um, pretty severely so in doing so a couple of things are going to happen one we're crossing one of Putin's red lines um, two we're punishing a lot of private players that had no say uh, in what Putin did now I can see, you know, going after the banks because that's how the governments conduct business too. I understand that argument, but in in many cases they're going after private companies. They're going after, uh, I mean, peop bars, uh, leftist, I guess, bars are now, you know, pouring out their vodka because it's Russian made. I mean, this is getting a little bit ridiculous. Uh, Nancy Pelosi just probably had a heart attack when she found out they were pouring out perfectly good vodka. The EU also banned Russia Today and Sputnik News, uh, accusing them of being disinformation. And they're looking at expanding their arsenal of tools to ban what they consider to be disinformation. Meaning, people like me will no longer be available on the internet because they don't want you to know the truth. That's what it's really coming down to. They want to control everything. They want to control the narrative. Russia's new red line in the sand. Western countries supplying weapons to their enemy in Ukraine will bear responsibility for the dead Russian soldiers that they cause. This is inching us precariously closer to World War III with, remember, Russian nuclear staff on high tactical alert. I won't pretend to be a nuclear apocalypse or fallout expert. However, I do know a few things. One, the radioactive mushroom cloud dust is uh, deadliest for the first couple of days and then the wind has hopefully moved it on. So if you can survive for 72 hours underground or in a well-filtered room that survived like a bunker or concrete building with a great air filter, you have a good chance of surviving. There are some great guides online that you can look up about how to uh, protect um, a shelter. I think there's like you can put sandbags against the door and and secure all the windows and entrances and stuff for air and set up a filter system. It's not that difficult. Maybe it's something to consider just in case you live near a military base or especially. Um, I don't think the Russians are going to be targeting civilians, but especially if you live near uh, a military base that has uh, jets or a port that handles like navy. Uh, ships or a facility that actually launches missiles. Those would be key targets for uh, counter missiles, including nukes from Russia. So we have to think about this kind of thing now to survive whatever the Biden regime brings us into. The Democrats have somehow managed to kill yet another January 6th protester. This man died of broken heart. After pleading guilty to felony obstruction of Congress and three misdemeanor charges for peacefully entering the Capitol building after being waved in by police, 
damaging no property, harming no one, not being violent, following lawful orders. I mean, all of that, he did nothing wrong, and they reminded him that they are going to pursue additional charges, and he just had enough. Um, he broke. This poor man, Matthew Perna, who was only 37 years old, just a little bit older than myself, had a long life ahead of him and lost hope, lost hope that he would ever see justice with this evil regime targeting him as a political prisoner. It's interesting to note that the Canadian police, when returning the Canadian truckers' trucks to them, returned them completely ransacked and full of snow, often with the windows left down, completely disrespectful, um, going to cost a lot of money for these people who rely on these trucks to not only uh, provide a living for themselves and their families, but also to live in. I mean, these people are often on the road for multiple days a week or multiple weeks a month, and they live in these trucks. So that's what you get when you expect morality from people who agree to do violence for money for the government. Actually, Canada was abnormally peaceful yet again. In many places, they would have kicked many people in the streets and been brutally violent, but here... They ran over a lady with a horse, and um, you know they were rough to the truckers' trucks. But for the most part, they didn't get that violent. Actually, Canada did fairly well by tyranny standards. Which is not to say that they passed anything, because they absolutely failed. They are taken over by communists. They are a captive nation. Canada has fallen to the New World Order. Just days after receiving a vaccine, a five-year-old child suffers a vaginal hemorrhage. All this for 15 days to slow the spread. All this after a virus that barely hurt anyone, including the elderly. All this now creating a pandemic of epic proportions, a death spiral, not only for the elderly, but also for the youth who are being exposed to debilitating, often fatal side effects from these vaccines, or should I say, intended effects, because these are not side effects. They knew, and they did it anyway. The New Zealand Supreme Court has ended the Prime Minister's vaccine mandate, calling it a, quote, gross violation of human rights, end quote, just when all hope was lost in a place that seems to be totally corrupted by the New World Order deep state globalists, the Freemasons. If you haven't learned about them yet, go check out nemosnewsnetwork.com slash them, and then head over to theserapium.com and check out all of the supporting evidence and documentation of their influence on human history, including the first two world wars, which they planned, predicted, and went down pretty much according to their plan. And then head to the serapium.com, the S E R A P E U M.com, and check out an amazing website, The Hidden History of Mankind. Ohio and Texas are issuing a warning about toxic chemicals found in a mailed at home COVID 19 testing kit. After Biden promised to give Americans 500 million at home COVID test kits, we find multiple. Uh, problems and increases in reports around sodium azide poisoning specifically. And this is potentially very toxic, especially in 
even small doses. I mean, it's it's a very toxic chemical. At this point, folks, I don't know what to say, except uh, we need to compound up with like-minded folks who share our values and our beliefs, and we need to have strength in numbers and do our best to be self-sufficient and independent and survive what's coming, weather the storm, but also, you know, set up trade and, you know, connections with other like-minded communities and build an alternative system. They want us dead. They will stop at nothing to kill us, and until we build a newer, better system that can protect itself and has financial viability, they will continue to control us. Even in deep state-occupied Australia, the media is getting it right when it comes to Fauci, calling him out for his responsibility for the pandemic, which has afflicted the entire world. The plandemic, really. Check out this clip. Don't forget to check out thegreatawakeningbooks.com to get a copy of the Plandemic book. And you can also pick up a couple of Judy Mikovits' various books like Plague or Plague of Corruption. She has a few of them out. I hope you found this video to be of value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, maybe subscribing at nemosnewsnetwork.com news. You can also join our Telegram chat room at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash chat. And if you want to support us, we are 100% listener funded and heavily censored, suppressed, and attacked by the fake news media and the far left cancel culture radicals and folks like Media Matters and all those different types of far left radical outlets that come after truthers like myself. We could use your support. We are definitely down and hurting after all of the censorship and the, the deplatforming and, you know, just banks canceling us, um, various platforms kicking out our, our websites. All kinds of stuff has happened in the last couple of years. So if you want to support us, you can do so one of two ways. One, you can donate at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash donate. Or two, my favorite way, shop Patriot and help drain the digital swamp. Go to redpillliving.com and order a bottle of Sleepy Joe and have the best night's sleep of your entire life with no chemicals added. It's all plant-based. We also have the best vitamins in the world. Super vitamins, in fact. Liposomal vitamins. At Red Pill Living, you can pick up liposomal vitamin C or D, the kind of stuff that Fauci takes while telling you to take the suicide shot. Or if sleep is not your thing, check out our coffee at thegreatawakeningcoffee.com you can get gourmet coffee for patriots by patriots. And our specialty at The Great Awakening Coffee is waking people up. Remember, shopping with these patriot sponsors directly supports our free speech and media work here at Nemos News. And we will see you on the next one. Nemos out. The U.S. funded highly dangerous coronavirus research that was once banned at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That research involved creating new, deadly viruses that never existed before. Intelligence agencies are investigating whether such a virus may have leaked and resulted in a global pandemic. The person who knows more about this research than anyone is the top medical advisor to the president, Anthony Fauci. But when the outbreak of the pandemic exploded and the White House was sitting there wondering how it all started, Fauci did not once mention gain-of-function research or the other research activities at the Wuhan laboratory. It was left to others to slowly uncover. 
Gain-of-function research involves experiments that can increase transmissibility or the virulence of pathogens, of viruses. And that's what was going on in the Wuhan labs. It turns out that even when this worrying research was banned in the US back in 2014, US money was still continuing to flow through to China to fund the same research. And Fauci is the man responsible for this. He was the head of the NIH when the ban on this risky research was lifted in 2017. You don't want to go to Hoboken, New Jersey, or to Fairfax, Virginia, to be studying the bat-human interface that might lead to an outbreak. So you go to China. The NIH was also funding research being undertaken by Chinese military scientists. American taxpayer dollars were funding research to genetically manipulate coronaviruses with the People's Liberation Army. This particular project also involved the Wuhan Institute of Virology and two American institutions. It's not just the, the Wuhan lab is still authorized for payouts right now. Right now, it's a, you look on the NIH's website, that PHS assurance is still there. There's 26 other labs. 